Hi, I'm Cheryl Bolt. I met Pastor Gary Montgomery and his wife, JC, at Living Stones International while working here at Wave 94. I love Pastor Gary and JC. I love their hearts. I love their passion for the families who are affected by incarceration. Imagine how you would feel if you were unable to be with your children because of choices you now regret, choices that landed you in prison. We may never know the difference LSI, Living Stones International, is making for these families. What if LSI didn't have the funds to reach out to the children whose mom or dad or both were serving time? This is why I became a monthly LSI sponsor. Would you please consider giving to help support this important ministry? Give whatever God leads you to give as a one-time gift or as a monthly sponsor. Your giving will change lives and will encourage Pastor Gary and JC to continue the work they now are so committed to do. Go to their website, welivingstones.org, or Google Livingstones International Tallahassee and support this worthwhile ministry. Thank you. Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, founders of Living Stones International and host today with you of the Stone Builders Hour. Welcome podcast and radio family. Greetings and shout out to our international family, our U.S. family, especially those in Orlando, Florida, Tallahassee, Florida, which is the state capital of Florida, Waynesville, Georgia, near Jacksonville, and now our new home, and I'm going to have to stop saying new home because we have moved to Durant, Oklahoma. Last November, praise God. Yes, and included with those other cities are Philadelphia, PA, Wichita, Kansas, and Detroit, Michigan. And of course, if we missed anybody, just give us feedback so we may send you a shout out. We bring you great tidings from the Lord and his holy word, the Bible. Oh boy, I know that I'm going to go ahead and stay focused today. I've already had a cup of coffee and now I'm having a cup of tea. Praise God. But last week uh, we spoke on spiritual strongholds. We want to uh, devote some time about deliverance. Yes. And an um, elder JC and I, we discuss having your whole armor of God in place to overcome strongholds. But before we do, I just want to uh, make a, uh, a plea for 50. Uh, JC and I will be married 50 years come August the 19th. Praise God. <laughs> time go. I can't believe it. 50 years. Uh, that 50 years produced uh, highs and lows, rich and broke. <laughs> eight children. I mean, four children, eight grandkids. I, I was just going to say eight children. Where were you? <laughs> Boy, I was, uh, that got me all turned around and everything. But we had made a awesome life for ourselves. And now here we are. They said the. Uh, your latter years shall be greater than the former. And here we are. We on a farm uh, here in uh, Durant, uh, Oklahoma. Our farm is named Jojamont Farms. And uh, soon and very soon, uh, we're going to be producing products. Praise God. Amen. But um, what, do we, what, what do you all know about the whole armor of God? Well, since you brought that back, one of the things I wanted to do was to go to Ephesians 
um, six. Boy, you talk about, I, I need Wait, some yeah, I eyesight. People know how to contact us. Oh, yes, please do. To, um, see, I guess I should have had that second cup of tea. So we contact us, reach out to us at uh, welivingstones.org. That's www.welivingstones.org. Or you can reach out and uh, just give us a call. You can call us at 580-634-5896. Just give us a shout out. All righty. Well, I guess we're you have the contact information, so please do contact us. But since you mentioned the whole armor of God, I really wanted to read it quickly because I think it's important for those of us as believers to understand that we have weapons at our and tools at our disposal to fight off the enemy. In Ephesians 6.10, it states, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not our might, his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Boy, getting old is not all it's cracked up to be. My <laughs> eyes are like, can I focus? Can I focus? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, mm. against powers, mm. against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And we talked about that, that we're not fighting against each other. We're fighting against those forces that are directing people to do the wrong thing. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. And I think we're sitting in some evil days today. Yes, indeed. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt up about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. That means everywhere we walk, we should be bringing in peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to withstand all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation. And of course, don't forget, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And remember, that sword is a two-edged sword. You can gut it going in and gut it coming out That's because right. we need to be able to stand against all evil. So, and as we go through this, one of the reasons why we started this deliverance and uh, strongholds is because we were dealing with boundaries. And sometimes people think boundaries are bad, but they're good because they're for our benefit. And one of the things about um, deliverance, there's kind of different facets to it. Uh, you can look at it and see, uh, you know, I think most people look at it and see, well, there's you're going to cast out demons and things of that nature. But just the very nature of the word deliverance means you're going to take someone from one point or one stage to another. And a lot of the things we talked about in the Old Testament were temporal deliverance. And by that, I mean, because God took his people out of Egypt. He took them out of situations. So it was symbolic of the representation of the spiritual deliverance from sin, which right now is available through us, through Christ. The Almighty offers deliverance from man's 
uh, mankind's greatest peril. Do you know that? Sin, evil, death, and judgment. By God's power, believers are delivered from this present evil age. And I think, Pastor, there's something in Galatians 1, 3 through 4. Could you read that? Yeah, grace be to you in peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, for, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our fathers. And from the power of Satan's reigns. You know, then you have Colossians 1.13. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. So we are redeemed through Yeshua. And remember all the times that he was here on earth. What did he say? He says, I'm about my father's business. We need to be about our father's business. He sacrificed himself for us and delivered us from eternal punishment from sin. Because otherwise we would just be just like Satan. We would never get to heaven. So why? Because Second Timothy 1, 7, I love this prayer. This is one I say constantly to myself, even this morning when I woke up early. For God had not given us the spirit of fear. Cast that fear aside. Cast it over your head, stomp on it, put it under your feet. But he gave us but of power and of love and above all else, a sound mind. Because if you don't have a sound mind, all that stuff is immaterial. Got that right. And that's why it's so talking about uh, deliverance and also spiritual strongholds. You know, the we talked about how the almighty gives us uh, the ability to overcome uh, evil yes. uh, in Ephesians 5 8 it's like for you were once darkness but now you are light in the Lord so you we were walk as children of light and he tells us in uh, verse 14 therefore awake you who sleep arise from the dead and Christ will give you light Praise God for Yeshua. So what's key right now is that see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We are living in those days right now. Uh, All the time that we always talk about that evil days. You know, sometimes that deliverance is the almighty simply walking through the trials by your side, comforting and encouraging us through them as he uses them to mature us in faith. The apostle Paul, he assured the Corinthian believers in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen, he says, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Thank you, Lord. But what? what? He ain't going to put more than what you can bear. Oh, hallelujah. But when you are tempted, you will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. See, the call is for believers to understand our role in this world. And Joel, he goes in, um, he calls us in uh, 228. We don't really quote Joel too much, but here's a time for him. This is something, that's why you got to study precept by precept. 
And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Yes. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And you young men shall see visions. You know, I think about, remember that time I was away on a business trip and we were up all night. And I know I was dealing with some, you know, when we're becoming a new babe in Christ, it's like, golly, it's like the the deceiver didn't want me to. Right. And it was, he was doing everything to block me from praising God and giving my life and turning it over by not, by stop doing evil. But I know that uh, one day I was dealing with some spiritual wickedness and praying all night that that next morning I called JC up because I was on a business trip. You know? Yes. I called you up and you told me at that same time that you had to go anoint the children. You wanted right. to share what this. Well, I it was, was so real. It, it was probably about two or three o'clock in the morning and I, the Lord was trying to get me up. And I'm going, Lord, I don't want to get up yet. I don't want to get up. And and I, whenever he does that, I know that it's something he wants me to intercede on for someone or somebody. And finally, after about two other pushes, yeah. I finally got out of the bed. And I said, well, you know, let me go get our holy water. We had a friend of ours who had gone to Israel. and brought, Right. Uh, who has now passed. Yeah. But she was an awesome woman of God. Friends yes. About yes. And so uh, I went and got the holy water and went and sprinkled each child in their own bedroom and my old my second daughter when i got to her room she said mom what are you doing i said don't worry about it. just go back to sleep so she went back to sleep <laughs> but when i went in my son's room to do it and i went to shake the sprinkle it all of a sudden it was like and i'm going oh time for prayer and i went into intercessory prayer for him so at the same time pastor was dealing with his mm. demons right then and there so was that attack coming against our family and one of the things i wanted to mention um is having faith means that you're steadfast even when things aren't going your way and sometimes we feel like oh god well, where are you I, I don't see you uh, you know what is it and i love uh, Hebrews 11, because Hebrews 11 sets up our patriarchs like Abraham, Jacob, uh, Jacob and them as to being firm believers in faith that they did everything that they did and God asked them to do. So as a result of that, that's what God is looking for us because sometimes we don't believe because we don't see it. Mm-hmm. And believe me, those individuals, those saints, and those are true saints because they were stoned, they were executed, they were tortured, but still stood in the faith Praise God. that in verse 1139, and all these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise. Remember, they didn't get the promise then. Mm-hmm. We got it. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us. So they're connected to us in this faith movement that we have because 
we stand as believers on faith that God is going to do what he's going to do. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. And that's why it's so important that we talk about we battle not with flesh and blood, but right. it's in high places. Yes. And, and the Almighty is trying to communicate with us all the time through words, through visions, through impressions. And uh, just as he is communicating with us, the deceivers trying yes, to yes he is too. yes he is it's like, go, other... to, go to porn go create some uh havoc uh go beat that man upside his head that just happened uh at a wendy's because the customer was complaining and now he's arrested for knocking him out and almost killing him yes that's the choice that we make and that's why we're always in a battle yes of staying on the right side and and at some point and and just when you think that you got everything under control ah here he comes here he here comes the deceiver messing with your finances messing with your marriage you know messing with uh, your children and that's why we have to be prayed up all the time I guess uh, I'm getting ready to go off on. Yes, but we're going to take a quick break. Take a quick break. And we will be right back. Praise God. Our family values are under attack. As a husband and father, family is very important to me. I can get the word by listening to the Stone Builders Hour on my favorite podcast, iHeartRadio. You can check them out on other podcasts like Spotify and SoundCloud. As a man of faith, the word is very important to me. And I can get the truth from Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery. Check them out on the Stone Builders Hour. We're back. We're back. Praise God for being back in the house today. I hope we have some time to uh, go over. It seems like every time I get started, it's like the time is up. Praise well, God. we could always go back to an hour, but I don't think... I love the shorter segments because I think it gets us concentrated on what we're trying to get across to you. And today's topic is so important, deliverance. I think we're going to be on this for a little while. Yes, because I still want to talk about how uh, the disciples, uh, what people wanted to cast out the demons and and the devil said, God, uh, Jesus, I know this guy. Who are you? (laughs) But that's the whole thing, because we're going to talk about deliverance. But there's a whole ministry about deliverance that I think we need to discuss. But deliverance is often sought from evil spirits, the spirit of lust, jealousy, fighting, anger is a big one. It's important to understand, excuse me, that as believers, we already have eternal victory over Satan and his demons. Just know that you are a winner and a victor. And we have won this story, but we can be delivered from their influence in our lives by using two weapons God has given us as part of our spiritual armor, which we battle against the powers of this dark world and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, 
that's Ephesians uh, 6, 12 through 17. And just know that Satan is in the heavenly realms. He comes to God all the time to tell him what he's up to, what he's doing, because God isn't going to let him just do it. Just go and read the story of Job. Right. The believer defends himself with the shield of faith and uses the offensive weapon. What is it? The word of God, our Bible. That's why we keep telling you. Stay in your word. Sharper than a two-edged sword. But against these two, no spirit can prevail. By holding up the shield of faith, we extinguish the flaming spiritual arrows they sent against us. Arrows of lust, just pastor talked about that, pornography, doubt, we can't do anything, guilt, jealousy, evil spirit, and all manner of temptations. With the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, guess what? We overcome the evil one by proving his temptations to be lies. Why? Because he is, as Yeshua said in John 8, 44, he is the father of lies. Mm Isaiah 10, 27 says, the anointing breaks the yoke, and it says, literally, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of Yeshua's anointing. Mm -hmm. He says, take on my burden. He says, because my yoke is easy. He takes it on mm. so we can overcome. Yeah, so important to, to, to know and be grounded with a firm foundation in the word. So, so when you're walking in your daily walk, you're not on sinking sand. You know, in 1 John 5, 19, and he states, and we know that we are of God. God. Yes. You know that without a shadow of doubt. And the whole world lies in wickedness. There's a lot of stuff that's going on today. Mm -hmm. I mean, people fighting, taking offense against each other. The whole thing about this whole transgender, homosexuals, and pronouns, uh, people shooting up people. It's amazing how many shootings there are a day. And then you have mass shootings or or mass people who are driving. We watched a video of this woman uh, driving at excessive speed through an intersection and crashing and killing a number of people out in L.A. It's it's like (laughs) people Uh, have lost it. it, I was just going to say, and even famous people, look at what happened to Ann Hecht. She did the same thing, running, hitting a guardrail, and then plowing into somebody's house and burning up the home. Oh God! And and to continue on with First John five nineteen, and we know that the Son of God is come and have given us an understanding mm. that we may know Him that is true, and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Just folks, just remember. Deliverance is for fighting off strongholds, as we talked about previously. Go back to our last week on yes, strongholds. strongholds. Yes, YouTube, Spotify, <laughs> uh, SoundCloud is there. Go back, listen to uh, our, our first uh, lesson. 
And the arguments are the philosophies, reasonings, the schemes of the world. The pretensions have to do with anything proud, man-centered, and self-confident that we continue to wage war against for pulling down strongholds. Oh, God. Second Corinthians talks about this in 10, 5, 6. Casting down imaginations mm. and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience yes. is fulfilled. By revenge all disobedience obedience when your obedience is fulfilled see god does deliver us when we are in tune with his scripture and his word the bible yes galatians 1 3 says grace be to you and peace from god the father and from our lord jesus christ who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of god and our father God, y'all got get ready out. Yes, because this, we're not. This ain't no playtime. And and you're reading from Corinthians. That's during Paul's time. Mm. That what he saw because he was on the Corinthians because they were so busy trying to do evil that they kept saying, "Well, we can't overcome. We can't do this." And he's saying, "But you got the power. You got the power. Yes." So we can also face demonic strongholds in our own lives, in our families, and even in our churches. That's why so many things are going, what's going on in the world is happening in our very midst. Remember, they said, Christ said there would be rumors of war, wars. That's what's in our midst. The anger, people fighting against people, just crazy stuff happened. What what my friend uh, Millicent Dems would say, people are out of their ever- living mind because (laughs) because they're alive but they're doing stuff that is so crazy so anyone who has fought an addiction you know those of you who have gone through that struggle if you fought with pride or had to flee youthful lust it's old people lust yes it's all lust right because everyone is trying to do their own thing knows that sin a lack of faith and a worldly outlook on life are indeed what are they strongholds the lord is building his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it that's what christ said in matthew 16 18 and he said and i say also unto thee thou art peter and upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it christ already forewarned us (laughs) about these strongholds so what do we need as christian soldiers we need to totally surrender to the will of the lord of hosts who uses spiritual weapons that he gave us i mean come on some people trust in chariots some in horses but we will remember the name of the lord our god that's in psalms 27 we have the tools to overcome 
all strongholds and hold the key to not only our deliverance, but your children's deliverance, your family's deliverance, your business associates deliverance. I mean, come on, guys, we have that power. And James 1.12 says, blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he has tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. I'm looking for my crown. You know, that song, there's a song out. Um, I want my mansions. Well, I want my crown. So I am looking for that because I want to be able to stay in God's will. Praise God. That's why we, we had to study on boundaries, uh, how to say no yes. and when to say yes. yes. And because and we all have that choice to serve. Yes. And it seems like more and more uh, there's not anyone standing up. It's just like uh, the abortion issues. It's so hard to believe that many people who call themselves Christian support abortion. I mean, there's a lot of situations surrounding, you know, incest or surrounding a young girl. There's many issues, but they should be dealt with at a, one at a time. But to for the church not to say anything, and yet and still pastors like Al Sharpton and those folks, they support the abortion issue. The when, killing the baby thirty that's the that's bow. Uh, yes, it is. I mean, and one of the things that you mentioned, just look at the numbers. We've killed since abortion has been legalized black babies, thirty million black babies. Mm. And that's not including the others. I'm not sure of that number. I could probably throw out double that for the number of babies total. So you're telling me those 60 million lives had no importance? Mm. Do you think God's sitting on his throne saying, oh, it's okay with me? No. No. That's, that's sad. That's why John eight forty three says, why do ye not understand my mm. speech? Even because ye cannot hear my word, Ye are of your father, the devil. Mm. <laughs> Jesus is bad. Yes, he He's is. Not bad meaning good. Good, yes. And the lust of your father, ye will do. He called everybody out. He was a murderer from the mm. beginning. Abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. The Yeshua just called out the deceiver for who he was, because he tried to tempt him. He said, get, get, get behind me, Satan. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convinced me to do that? Which of you? And if I say unto you, because I tell you the truth, mm. you believe me not. Which of you convinced me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth God's word. Y'all yes. hear his word. Yes. He therefore hear them not because ye are not of God. Lord, we just need you right now. Yes. In the mighty name of Yeshua. We'll be back next week. Yes. Stay tuned. We have so much more to go. Yes.